Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. This Football by Numbers series is entering into the land of the big boys as we have jersey number 73 coming up. And what stars we have? Did your favorite 73 make our top 10 list? Well, you have to listen to find out because it's all coming up in just one moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com, and welcome once again to the Pigpen. It's the Football by Numbers series, the series that you are all really enjoying, and we appreciate your patronage and listenership and all your feedback and you know, visiting of the website, downloading the podcast. These numbers are really great, and uh, we've had a lot of fun with them. We've, I'm sure that you have also, because just by your comments and your reactions to them, uh, we know you really enjoy them. Well, tonight's a solo mission. You're just going to hear my voice but we are going to go through some of the most exciting offensive and defensive linemen in NFL history wearing that jersey number 73 and I'm excited about this one and we're going to get right at it because the Hall of Fame has these names these men as players that are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame that wore jersey number 73 let's go in no particular order John Hanna Ron Yeri Leo Nomalini Arnie Weinmeister Larry Little Larry Allen and Stan Jones. So those seven are in the Hall of Fame, and we're going to talk about each of them because they each are significant players. You know, being in Canton, Ohio with your bronze bus, that makes you pretty significant in any sport. When it's football, it makes you extremely significant. And he wore jersey number 73. So the first one we'll talk about is uh, the first one we mentioned, and that's John Hanna. Now, what a great player this gentleman was. John Hanna was a New England Patriot through and through, came in in 1973 with the Patriots, stayed there all the way through the 1985 season. And that last season that he was in, well, he ended up making first team All-Pro in his final season. Great job by him. He is a nine-time Pro Bowler, seven-time All-Pro, all-1970s Hall of Fame team, all-1980s Hall of Fame team. I mean, what can you say about this guy? 
He was born April 4th, 1951 in Canton, Georgia, and ended up in Canton, so that's pretty uh, apropos. But he played for the Atlanta Crimson Tide, and he was a standout offensive lineman from 1970 to 1972 there with uh, the great coach, Paul Bear Bryant. And the National Football Foundation shares that John Hanna was perhaps the greatest offensive lineman in the history of the game, as many different credible experts of the great testimonies of his, including that Bear Bryant. He said, in over 30 years in the game, he's the finest offensive lineman I've seen around. Sports Illustrated 1981 called him the best offensive lineman of all time. He made the All-American in 1971, a unanimous selection in 1972. In, uh, in 72, he also won the Jacobs Award as a nation's best blocker at his position, offensive guard. He was named the lineman of the year by the Birmingham Quarterback Club, Atlanta Touchdown Club, and Miami Touchdown Club. And Atlanta had a great record of 27-8-1. Uh, he, you know, 1973, drafted by the New England Patriots, their first round pick they used to take Hannah, and he had a brilliant 13 career with the Pats. You know, how can you leave this guy off a list? Well, at Pigskin Dispatch, we are not leaving him off the list. He is going on number one on our jersey number 73s, and we are proud to say so. Next, number 73 up, what's well, Ron Yeri, who wore that jersey number in the NFL for 15 seasons. According to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, he was an offensive tackle that played for Southern Cal in college and in the NFL for both the Vikings and later the Rams. Ron found himself being picked first overall in the 1968 NFL draft by those Minnesota Vikings. 15 great NFL seasons. Yeri played in seven Pro Bowls and reached the All-Pro status six straight years. And during Yeri's pro career, the Vikings won two NFL Central division titles and nine NFC Central Championships. And Minnesota with Yuri won the 1969 NFL Championship and the NFC titles in 73, 74, and 76. And this great player played in five NFL NFC Championship games and Super Bowls 4, 8, 9, and 11. Yeah, that's right. He uh, played in all of those and, uh, you know, the both with the Vikings, that final one uh, with the Rams, I believe. No, I'm sorry, he played all of those with, with the Vikings. So just a, a great player, uh, all those Hall of Fames, all those Pro Bowls. How can you leave Ron Yeri out while well, you can't? He is going on number two on our list. And next up is Leo Nomolini. Uh, Leo, he came in with the San Francisco 49ers in 1950 and stayed with that outfit all the way through 1963. So, you know, 14 great seasons uh, as a left defensive tackle and uh, a little bit of right tackle, played both ways. He's on the books as for 13 and a half sacks, so he wasn't really the sack master, but boy, could he clog the ru running lanes. Uh, just a fantastic player. 10 Pro Bowls for this man. Six times as an All-Pro. All-1950s Hall of Fame team. And, you know, Leo Nomolini was uh, no stranger to uh, being in the spotlight. He had that jersey number 73 for 12 seasons. And, uh, you know, I think there's another guy that you just can't leave off uh, of the, the books here for the greatest number 73s. And that's why I have placed him on third on our spot uh, of top 10 greatest number 73s. Now, the next uh, gentleman I would like to talk about is Larry Allen. Now, Larry, uh, another great offensive lineman, and what a beast this guy was. You know, he came in wearing six, 335 pounds, six foot three, and uh, 
Just a, a man among boys when he played for 1994, came in the league with the Dallas Cowboys and stayed with them all the way through the 2005 season. Spent 2006-2007 with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, played right guard and uh, right tackle in the beginning of his career and then switched over to the left side guard uh, the rest of his career, both with Dallas and the 49ers. And just a tremendous, uh, versatile lineman. Uh, now listen to this. 11 Pro Bowls. Yeah, 11. Uh, six times as an All-Pro. One Super Bowl championship. All 1990s team. All 2000s team. Uh, jersey number 73 where uh, for much of his career uh, in fact 12 seasons and uh, he cannot be denied either he is going on our uh, jersey number 73 top 10 list as our fourth player in and what a tremendous uh, effort by these these gentlemen uh, in their playing days hall of fame and they're on this uh, number 73 greatest list now, these other gentlemen that are on our Hall of Famers, they didn't have as much time wearing jersey number 73, and we're going to take that under consideration. You know, Arnie Weinmeister, he wore the jersey for four seasons. Uh, not, not just, I'm not talking four seasons, you know, winter, summer, spring, and fall. Uh, four football seasons. He has a defensive tackle and an offensive tackle, and uh, he was with the New York Yanks, 1948-1949, uh, and then switched over to the New York Giants, 1950-53. through 53. So six years in the league. His four years with the uh, I'm sorry, two years with the Giants, four years with the Giants, uh, he was the number 73. And you know, for his career, four Pro Bowls in those six years, five times as an All-Pro, uh, you know, and of course in the Hall of Fame in just six seasons. And, you know, what a what a great player he was. So maybe we got to take that into consideration. You know, two-thirds of his career he wore 73. So it only adds up to set up six seasons. Hmm, that's interesting. Well, we are going to keep him on our watch list, I think. But he's got a got a good track record because that's a, a lot of hall of fame or a lot of uh, all pros and pro bowls for only six seasons uh larry little there's a guy wore the jersey number for just two seasons uh, jersey number 73 we most know larry uh wearing a different number and that number is uh, number 66 and we talked about him on our 66 uh, series uh guard and tackle on the offensive line came in with the san diego chargers 67 and 68 in the afl and stayed in the NFL in 1969 with the Miami Dolphins and played with them all the way through the 1980 season. He's played in those great uh, early 1970s Dolphins teams under Don Shula. Uh, 155 games started, 183 games played. He is a five-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro, two-time Super Bowl champion, all 1970s Hall of Fame team, Larry Little, 73 for two seasons. And uh, we're going to put him on our watch list as well uh, with um, Arnie Weinmeister and uh, we'll keep an eye on that but only two seasons I'm not sure that uh, he'll have that but what a great career he had now Stan Jones another significant player wore number 73 for one season uh, he most likely wore the number uh, 78 so we'll probably be talking about him again in a few weeks here uh, but uh, 73 was his final year as a player in, in Washington all the other years he was number 78 with the Chicago Bears as a right tackle, right guard, a little bit of left guard, and played a little bit of defensive tackle at the end of his career. 
and uh, had 14 sacks altogether in his career. He made it to the Pro Bowl seven times, three-time All-Pro, one-time NFL championship, only one season in the number 73, though. But like I said, we'll be talking about him, uh, those number 78s, I am quite sure. But we'll keep come back and take a look at him at the end as well. Now, Jarhee Evans, you know, another uh, great player that uh, wore that number 73. And Jarhee Evans, he uh, has played, came in the league in 2006 with the New Orleans Saints and stayed with them through the 2016 season. Played one final year in Green Bay in 2017. And this man had uh, six Pro Bowls, four All-Pro seasons, Super Bowl championship with the Pack. Hall of Fame All-2010s team, and what a great guard uh, Jari Evans was for those Packers. And I think uh, he is one that's going to go on our list early here. He wore it for 12 seasons, the jersey number, and that's very deserving with all those All-Pros. Another guy that might get a you know first ballot right on there is our um, Yonda the uh, Marshall Yonda, the guard that most famously for the Baltimore Ravens because that's where he spent his entire career, 2007 through 2019. I believe he retired a couple years ago. Uh, you know, was a right guard, right tackle, uh, mostly guard. And he has eight Pro Bowls under his belt, a two-time All-Pro, a Super Bowl championship with the Ravens, all 2010s team, Hall of Famer. Uh, another great guy, you know, big guy, six foot three, 305 pounds, and another one that uh, he's got an automatic bid. He's going on as our sixth player on our top 10 list. Uh, Ralph Neely, another guy we want to talk about. You know, where do these guys keep coming from? Well, they all wore number 73, and they were all pretty good players. Uh, Ralph Neely was a tackle and a guard, played for the Dallas Cowboys, 1965 all the way to 1977 so played in some very good uh tom landry football teams twice as in the pro bowl three-time all pro two super bowl championships all 1960s hall of fame team uh that is a name that we are going to remember and keep an eye on ralph neely uh not on the list yet but there's a possibility he could make it on there so we'll keep an eye on him in a little bit uh joe thomas a great Cleveland Brown offensive tackle, their number one pick once upon a time. I think we'll be seeing this gentleman's bronze bust very soon in Canton. Uh, you know, great tackle, was a Brown in his entire career, 2007 through 2017. So he'll be eligible probably next year, I believe. And all he did was make 10 Pro Bowls, six times as an All-Pro, all 2010s team, and what a blocker he was out of Wisconsin. Just a uh, a tremendous, it had very few sacks off of him. Uh, people hated going up against him. He was six foot six, 312 pounds, had great footwork, great handwork, very strong man, and a pretty nice guy from what I've seen on the interviews with him. And he is going on as our seventh player, greatest number 73s uh, of all time, uh, Joe Thomas. Uh, how about Charlie Cowan? Uh, another great offensive lineman, uh, played in those. Uh, Good old days of football, tackle, and guard. Uh, played with the Rams. 1961, he came in. Stayed there all the way through 1975 as a, you know, left guard, right tackle, left tackle. Very versatile player. We love those. Yeah, three Pro Bowls to his name. were 73 his entire career. And uh, he has probably got an outside look in, but came from New Mexico Highlands College. 
uh, if you've ever heard of that. I have not heard of too many players coming from there, but we know that Charlie Cowan did and uh, had a great career with the Rams, and he we will keep an eye on him because that is some pretty decent numbers too. So we'll uh, take a look at him. How about Bob Baumhauer, uh, another fantastic player in the National Football League, and his career as a nose tackle with the Miami Dolphins from 1977 to 1986. Missed a season in 85 with a, a knee injury, a knee and ankle injury is what it's reported on Pro Football Reference. And he had 39 and a half sacks, five Pro Bowls, one time as an All-Pro at the nose tackle, nose tackle position. Uh, came out of Alabama, uh, another Bear Bryant uh, protege. And you know, Bob is another one that uh, we really got to keep a close eye on here because he is just a really good one. And we're going to have some tough uh, deliberating here because I got Doug Deacon coming up next. And uh, everybody's heard of Doug Deacon that's watched football for any amount of time. You know, the great tackle that played for the Cleveland Browns 1971 all the way to 1984. Probably only overshadowed at left tackle for Cleveland by a guy we just mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, Joe Thomas. You know, some great number 73s there. Uh, but Doug only made the Pro Bowl once and had no All-Pros, uh, no championships started 194 games of a 203 in his career and we're going to have to you know put Doug on a standby list here but another great player to talk about and uh, Ernie McMillan is another one that uh, we want to make sure that we make mention of because Ernie well he had a fantastic career very interesting played tackle uh, St. Louis Cardinals 1961 he came in the league all the way through 1974 and then played the 75 season with the Green Bay Packers right tackle for most of his career but left tackle his final two years which is interesting uh, and uh, wore that number uh, 73 for his entire career with the St. Louis Cardinals which is 14 seasons uh, had to switch over to number 70 when he was with the pack came out of the University of Illinois and made it to four Pro Bowl games. So Ernie is another one to be heard with uh, multiple Pro Bowls. Uh, Norm Evans, another another good solid player. Not sure if he's going to have enough oomph to, to make it into our top 10 list, but a great tackle nonetheless. Two Pro Bowls, two-time Super Bowl champ. Uh, played with Houston Oilers in 1965 in the AFL. Moved over to Miami in the AFL 1966 and stayed with the Dolphins into their NFL days into 1975 and then went with the expansion Seattle Seahawks 76, 77, 78 to wrap up his career at right tackle. Uh, Great player Norm Evans, 73 his entire career. Not sure that he's going to have enough to to get into this uh, exclusive top 10 club here. Uh, Joe Klecko, he is clamoring to get on our top 10 list, so... And, you know, who can forget that name of Joe Klecko? Defensive tackle, nose tackle, defensive end. Uh, 78 sacks in his uh, career with the uh, using the pro football reference new numbers from John Turney and Nick Webster. Uh, 1977 came in with the Jets, was a Jet all the way through 1987 season, and in 1988 played with the Indianapolis uh, Colts as a nose tackle. And he made four Pro Bowls and twice as an All-Pro. And he's another one that we're going to keep our eye on here as we get into some deliberations at the end. And uh, Mark May is probably one of the final ones we're going to talk about here. 
uh, as far as having strong consideration because Mark is another guy that he had uh, one Pro Bowl, two-time Super Bowl champions, guard, tackle, center, so all the positions on the offensive line. Washington Redskins, 1981 to 1989, in a year with San Diego in 91, and then the Phoenix Cardinals, 92 and 93, uh, for Mark May. And uh, he's better known as a, an analyst on television and uh, played the you know, Washington Redskins, like we said, is where he came in and um, went to University of Pittsburgh in college. So very interesting for Mark May, but probably doesn't have enough uh, of Guspa to get onto our, our exclusive list. Uh, some other great players that we had on here, Ramon Foster, uh, Jake Scott, uh, Charlie Hanna, Eric Winston. And let's just take a peek at Eric Winston because he's uh, got some some pretty good seasons out of him, like so so many of these guys do. But Eric did not have any uh, Pro Bowl games or All-Pro seasons to his name uh, in his uh, great career. So probably will not uh, make it. Craig Wolfley, another great uh, Pittsburgh Steeler, number 73. And uh, Adam Meadows and Marcus McNeil. All on the outside, don't think they'll make it. But we have seven players so far on the list. Let's review them again. Hall of Famers, John Hanna, Ron Yeri, Leo Nomolini, Larry Allen. They're in. Jahari Evans, Marshall Yonda, Joe Thomas. Not yet in the Hall of Fame. Many of them may be on there soon. That wraps up our seven that we have so far. And I think I'm going to go through and I'm going to put uh, Ralph Neely on there as our eighth player. Uh, our ninth player, well, I really like uh, Ernie McMillan. I'm going to put him on as our ninth, and I think Bob Baumhauer will be our tenth player in final selection on that uh, great, uh, great top ten number 73s. And I, you know, Joe Klecko could very easily be on there. He was uh, a very strong honorable mention. I was having a tough time at the end trying to decide to put him on or uh, McMillan. But uh, I think uh, I'm going to go with McMillan on there because of all the, the hard brass that he got and just a great career. So, geez, we thank you once again for joining us on our Football by Numbers series. Uh, we hope you will look forward to number 74s coming up. Uh, you know, we gotta, we're going to run through all these all the way up to 99. We started at zeros. If you missed any, you can go back and look at all of them. You know, Pigskin Dispatch uh, forward slash podcast. You can see all of our series there. You can go to that search engine. Uh, or I'm sorry, you can go up to my favorites at the top of Pigskin Dispatch and then click on the orange bar in the middle there that says Football by Numbers. You'll see all of our Football by Numbers uh, series podcasts and blog posts there on uh, pigskindispatch.com. You can also use our search engine, uh, the Earl to Go powered search engine. Uh, you know, to do that. Uh, we hope you listen to our football history headlines daily. And we also have another series coming out on Mondays where we talk about the, uh, the pre-World War II pro football teams that are no longer with us that really had a lot of uh, great things to be done that make the National Football League and the Canadian Football League and all these other pro football leagues that are with us uh, what they are today by the sacrifice that these men and these franchises and these teams and cities did uh, to put football on the map and worked hard and you know it didn't always go good for them but they, they put in the effort and that's what makes football so special and why, why we try to preserve that football history and we're glad that you share it with us and share that passion and you know if you, if you see anybody that we missed on these number 73s email us at pigskindispatch at g- gmail.com and we'll get right back to you follow us on twitter at pigskindispatch facebook page pigskin 
Skin Dispatch. And uh, until next time, everybody, have a great Gridiron Day. At the Sports History Network, we're all about sports yesteryear, and so we're so pleased to introduce you to Row One, an online memorabilia gallery and shop that brings your sports history to life anywhere. The Row One Gallery includes over 5,200 gorgeously reproduced prints of team posters, game program covers, game tickets, advertisements, and more in baseball, pro and college football, pro and college basketball, and more. And any gallery item may be printed in a variety of sizes on wood, metal, canvas, acrylic, or poster paper. And in Row One Shop, check out the thousands more of unique items with a retro and historical designs dating back to 1876 including t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, phone cases, mugs, blankets, pillows, towels and even shower curtains. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com R-O-W number one for access to the full Row 1 catalog and for gallery prints and gift items plus get a 15% discount off all prints on the Row 1 Pictorum Gallery with coupon code SHN15 Follow the link on the show notes Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.